Let's go. Dermot and Dave. <laughs> Here is the message that we got. Hey guys, listening to you on a weekly commute to Dublin. Doing some soul searching and hope your listeners might offer some advice. I've been in my career for 16 years. I have flexibility, which suits my young kids. I'm on great pay and the work is fine, apart from the weekly trek to Dublin. But I just don't care about it anymore. I have felt this for a year, maybe more. I don't want to even work in this area anymore. Do I stick with it and save to give myself options or do I bite the bullet and quit? The fear is I spend my savings deciding what to do, change career and still feel meh in my next job. Does anyone really love their job? Should I just suck it up and be sensible for my family's sake? Well, that's a great message. And obviously, our wonderful listeners will offer their opinions. But let's get a professional one as well, shall we? Uh, to offer some advice, we're joined by Sinead Brady from A Career to Love and author of Total Reset. And uh, she's in studio to give you some advice. Hello, Sinead. Good morning. So this is something pretty common, I'm imagining, that people come to you with and go, I hate my job. Should I just walk out the door? Should I give my boss the two fingers and but run I, free? Just, sorry, just, she doesn't, this person doesn't hate their job. They just went, I feel meh about my job. And nothing my job. Yeah. Doesn't even register with it's them. It's indifference, which is almost worse than either hating or yeah. loving it. You, <laughs> I think if, if, if you hated yeah. your job, wouldn't you know? You'd go, do you know what? I'm going to go. But yeah. it's the fact that they're just like, Ugh. Yeah, it's indifference. And that's just really hard. The first thing I'd say to this listener is, we don't really have stats on this because we don't know what everybody's thinking but we reckon about one in four people feel the same okay. which is huge yeah. um, and there's a couple of reasons for this um, you kind of and the Leaving Cert students are going through it at the moment they're thinking about what will I do for the rest of my life da 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 you choose something at 17 or 18 and then you're not really sure who you are at that point and then mm. suddenly you find yourself sitting in your car like this listener bombing up and down the road to Dublin going what am I doing? Is this what it's all about? Um, and we've never been taught the skills to actually manage our career, to understand what a career is, what's the difference between a job and a career, what work. And then if we are in that position where we're going, I really, really feel indifferent. What do I do next? Mm-hmm. Well, the big question they have is, yes. should they just quit and set themselves free and give themselves time to think? Or should they stick with it and come up with an exit strategy? Yeah, I would be all for the exit strategy unless you are in the financial position whereby you have financial stability mm. that is able to protect you for a period of time. Um, and that period of time depends on the decision that you make about what you are going to do. So if you decide, well, actually, I'm going to change if the commute is the really big issue, maybe that, and it mm. sounds like that's a really big issue at the moment. Could you for maybe switch employer or be, speak to your employer about being more hybrid or more remote, depending on what that commute mm. looks like for you? Well, they say they're flexible, but I have a feeling it's the commute to a job they don't care about uh, once a week is is the is an issue. As opposed to if I'm, they were going to something they were excited about once yeah. a week, then they, you know may not be a big thing. So I suppose that's about buying time mm. if you can get flexibility, so that you can invest the time that you might spend on the commute in upskilling, reskilling, or retraining, putting together your exit strategy. See, that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's all well and good to say, "Look, I'm going to start squirreling money away for my." my you know my my in between yes. times but if you're not thinking about 
the in-between times ahead of times and going, well, what do I need to do if I want to change job? I need to upskill or I need to change what I can do or whatever it is. So that's your exit strategy. And that's the really important thing. So your exit strategy is kind of deciding, okay, so what exactly is it about this role or this career that bothers me? Mm. Is it the function of what I do? Is it the technical aspect of what I do? Is it the role that I'm doing? Or has something in the environment changed in the last couple of months? So somebody that I worked with quite recently, they really were going to leave, going to down tools, leave their job. They were an accountant. And what they realised was actually that their direct, their manager had changed. And that person had provided a buffer between them Mm. and the next level. And suddenly they were getting all the... Right, getting rained on. Rained on. (laughs) Yes. So then they changed organisation and they found, well, actually... This role, I still love it, but I was really finding the environmental context difficult. Mm. So I would say to people, and we don't often think about the function of what we do versus the environment that we do it in. So your environment might be the direct environment. So, for example, your organisation, it could be your industry, it could be your um, the wider industry that you work in, the professional area that you work in. So there's all these different things about your function that are important. Mm. And um, Can I I ask one question? Because there's a really important question I think that this listener has asked, which is, does anyone really love their job? Now, look, I can hand on my heart say, I love my job, right? Mm -hmm. I absolutely love coming in here, hanging out with these maniacs and talking on the radio, okay? And I, I understand, my understanding of that is that I'm lucky. But am I? Like, do accountants love their jobs? Do, you know, people who work in sales and people who work in different industries, like, literally get up in the morning and love going to work? Or is it just for the very few of us who find this kind of, by pure chance, find this career that they, they end up absolutely loving? So again, that's a really good question and it depends on the person. So it depends on your definition of success. So maybe your definition of success, for example, is coming in, having the crack and and that's really important for you. It's the social aspect of Mm. it. Obviously, there's a financial element to that as well. So where there's financial stability and you can add all of those other pieces in, that leads to loving your job and you've got a definition of success that meets your needs. Right. For some people, their definition of success will be money, hierarchical position, that's it. Okay, just get in, get out, get, get in, the get money. Get in, get out, get the money. Because uh, listener says I work in the civil service. It's so meh, but it's a job for life. For me, it's more like a prison service, but we're all trapped with mortgages and bills. If this person can change her job and that means, uh, and that, and has the means to do it, she should. And please don't read my name. We never read your name if you didn't want to say. But, you know, but they're, they're someone who feels like, like that. They're just going, I'm going to go in at nine. I'm going to leave at five. I'm going to get my weekend pay. And I just go and do those hours and I don't love it. I don't hate it. I don't. It's just a job. But if you're referring to your job as a prison, yeah, like, isn't there, there's got to be options. There are options and lots of options. And I think for many people that are in that permanent pensionable job, it's almost like golden handcuffs. You know, it's mm. really, really hard to think about anything else. But there's other things that you can explore, like you have career breaks, you have sabbaticals, you have study leave. You've got all of these other options and you don't always have to find that sense of, enjoyment in your job it could be in things outside of your job right and that's why it's really really Mm. important to have other things outside of your career like and i talk about your non-negotiables so do you have physical well-being have you got personal well-being and have you got professional well-being and all those three things are really interconnected and i think the notion of loving your job is a little bit destroyed by social media in Mm. the sense that you see people kind of living it up doing all these different things the reality is, if you enjoy something that you're doing about between 60 and 80% of the time, 
that's pretty good. Right. You know, there's always going to be aspects of your job or your role or your career or whatever it is that you're doing, even your personal life, that you're not fully in love with mm. all of mm. the time. So that's kind of po- toxic positivity. Um, it's, you know, you must enjoy everything that you're doing. I'm self-employed. I despise doing my VAT. I despise doing my taxes. <laughs> but if I don't do them, I have a really unhealthy relationship with people in power that yeah. I don't need. Yeah. So they have to be done. So there's elements mm. of your role sometimes that you just have to get on with. You're not going to love it all. Another yeah. question from a listener. Sorry, Dermot. Uh, okay. to, to the job lads, you don't have to enjoy it. If they're well paid and flexible, there's literally no other consideration. So that's somebody obviously, again, who's just treating it like like, you know, a means to an end. They have a definition of success that is around. So this is my physical non-negotiables, my personal non-negotiables, my professional non-negotiables. I have flexibility, which means I can do other things perhaps yeah. outside where I get that stretch, the engagement and the love. And my job actually is a conduit for financial for doing stability. those things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so kind of see that. I remember being down in the hub in Ennis Diamond in County Clare and most of the blokes, whatever time I walked in, all looked like surfers. You you know a surfer when you see them. <laughs> Generally, uh, they weren't wearing surfer clothes, but they always have a particular tan on their yeah, face yeah, and a yeah. colour. And, uh, and I was like, these are guys who are working to live yeah. here, definitely. Um, Get in, do a few hours before they can uh, hop out onto the surfboard again. Exactly, yeah. yeah, rather than living to work. I mean, I guess, though, you mentioned when people, you know, we come out of school, we come out of college, and a lot of people just go you know I did business studies and then I ended up in a company and now this is what I do there is a chance that that our listener is having some kind of awakening and it's basically in a part of their life now where they're like oh wow okay I've forgotten all the reasons why I got into this entire area never mind the job if there there are people listening who are like I I know I'm doing this job I've been doing it for a decade or so and I can't actually remember why I got into it and I'd love to know you know what would I be destined to do like what's What's really suited to me that maybe I never gave it a chance? Where do people start to kind of discover themselves and what maybe they could or, or should be and doing? don't say a psychic. <laughs> no, or a psychometric test. No, none of those. Please don't do any of those yeah. things because mm. they're, they're really vehicles for soaking up your, your money and your cash. This is about understanding and skills. So, and what I mean by that is your career to date. Begin to understand the story of your career so far. So I I talk about 60 seconds, pause for 60. 60 seconds, pen in hand, begin to write. Your first pause for 60 is learn all of the different jobs that you've done in rough chronological order. We don't need, you know, the Mm. detailed Mm -hmm. detail. And it might be a squiggly line, it might be a straight line, whatever it looks like. And just begin to put all of them in. So 60 seconds, put all of the different jobs in. Then your next 60 seconds, put all of your different educational opportunities in or the things that you've qualified and they're momentous moments, they're big things that you've achieved. And as you begin to look at how your education maps on to your career, begin to ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you enjoy? And then on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you dislike? And and really begin to think about right back at that very beginning point when you chose business studies or whatever it is that you chose. What were the factors at play in making that choice? Was that a choice that you wanted to make all of the time? Or actually, did you choose that because it was the right thing to do? Maybe it was a legacy um, in your family Mm. that everybody did business studies, so that's what you did. Or maybe there was kind of some kind of narrative around, well, actually, if you do business studies, you'll get that job for life. Or there's a route into this. But you never really thought about it. Thought about it, yeah. Um, So, and the one thing I would say to you is, your college qualification or your education is only the beginning of your learning. It is a collection of skills that teach you how 
to learn. Mm. It is not the definitive answer to what you do for the rest of your life. That's really good, yeah. It's it's so important. And you put these, and if you think of it like, you know, your backpack or your toolbox or whatever it is, you bring them with you all of the time. So whether this person decides to make a transition in their career, this is not about changing career. This is actually about developing in your career. And because of the way we live and because of the way we work now, it's transitioning all of the time. So you've got this toolbox, you've got this equipment that you have learned over the period of time that you've you know, been in the workplace. What skills do you have and how are they transferable? Because they are transferable 100%. Mm. And you're not starting from the beginning if you decide mm. to make that transition. What you're actually doing is you're transferring all of your transferable skills and you are building that on top of it, the technical skills to do the role, if that is something that you decide mm. to do. So that's it's, really important. Yeah, well, I think the main positive thing from you know our listener who got in touch is that they have woken up to Absolutely. some extent. They have suddenly gone, hey, hang on a sec. I think maybe I'm ready for a change. And that's a really positive place to be. We don't have to have all the answers straight away. And I think sometimes we can drive ourselves crazy going, why don't I know? Why don't I know? what? Like This is enough for now. You know you're ready for a change. Absolutely. And you can start with really small practical steps. And then if you do want to dip your toe into some upskilling, reskilling or retraining, there are free resources that you can do Mm. all these kind of short little courses that give you an idea of what the technical aspect. Yeah, but that doesn't seem as cool as going in and saying, F you to your boss. And do not, the advice is do not do tip not do over that. your boss's desk just yet. No, just hold P45 tight. in hand and no, manifesting and you know what you do? on your you way you out. Yeah, no, no, don't do that. Go to a careertolove.com and get more advice from Sinead. That's what you need to be you doing. You want to walk out of the office like Bender at the end of Breakfast Club. Punch the air. Yeah! yeah it worked out so well for Jerry Maguire. Uh, come here, Sinead. Thank you so much for coming in. It's Sinead Brady really. from a career to love love.com and author of Total Reset as well. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am.